I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Top of the morning to you. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. This show is brought to you by DraftKings. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. And we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Busy show lined up today. We'll get into Blind Resume and bubble team odds in college basketball. Busy card tonight in that sport, the NBA as well. Some NFL to kick around on the program today. And uh, football news in general, Paulie, was, I think, pretty massive yesterday. As this report came out, Ross Dellinger, the first person to break it at Yahoo Sports and the landscape of one of our favorite sports. It's very popular, obviously, across the country, college football is going to be changing, uh, and I don't even know like how drastically, because this thing is evolving like right in front of our eyes, right? I mean... Going from no playoff to four teams for about a decade, and then they're going to expand but make it beyond eight. But then no thought of sixteen to, to round it out, nice number, easy with the brackets. They want to do twelve, and now his latest report it would be a fourteen-team playoff. That's the model being kicked around. Here's the breakdown: it would grant three automatic qualifiers each to the Big Ten and the SEC, two to the Big Twelve and the ACC one of the group of five, and then three at-large bids. What's the point? Why would you agree to this if you're any of these leagues? Uh, I don't understand why you have to have the, the qualifiers automatically. Um, this yep. It's just it's totally forced at this point to me. I was reading the comments, and the fans, a lot of fans hate it. Now, they, a lot of them are bringing up you, you're ruining the regular season, which, okay, we just saw a team go undefeated and get left out of the playoff. But uh, in any event, to go from 12 to 14, and you don't even see what 12 looks like, and who knows, maybe people fall in love with it. But they want the NFL model. It would be 14, everything you just ran down, and then you'd have two buys, just like the NFL. A top source in the meetings told Pat Forty, quote, I don't like a system that has already predetermined that one conference is better than another conference without playing any games and before the season starts. Forty goes on to write in his own opinion, it should be based on merit and not just willy-nilly throwing 100% out these, these awards. Be. Absolutely. So there's two sides of this coin, right? So I said to you earlier, what if the SEC goes back to what they were before the BCS or the, maybe the Big Ten can't get their act together? You never know. You're walking in every year with three auto bids. Tennessee hasn't won anything since T. Martin. Old Miss has never won anything. Miss State's never won anything. Kentucky, Vandy. Alabama was a disaster before Saban. Georgia didn't win a big game for 40 years. But then that also leads me to the other side of the coin, what you mentioned. 
what if we're doing this and let's say, how the hell are you going to give the Big 12 two auto bids? No, that's, and they, that also could be, yeah. or just, or the ACC, Miami, I, throw, take a, take I a promise pick. you, that's, that's the side that I want to focus on. There will be more years on that side of the coin where it's going to be, wait a second here, like six teams should be in from the SEC or six teams should be in from the Big 10. And there isn't a single damn team that belongs in from the Big 12 or the ACC. Get them out of there. Why do they have two automatic bids? These, it's the two power leagues at this point. I mean, you you just poached mm-hmm. the. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever you wanted it from the Pac-12 to come over to the Big 12, and now uh, to the Big 10, and now the SEC took the two best historical programs from the Big 12 to add them on top of what has been now since the you know the BCS, the best conference in college football. And you're going to say, why? That's my question: is why would the SEC and the Big 10 say, okay, here's the because they originally asked for four. Yes. But then they're going to compromise on this because if they got four, it would have been one automatic qualifier outside of that and now they're going to get three it's just like i don't get it man you're going to be the in theory those those two conferences are going to be the absolute bee's knees why would you say yeah we're going to sign up and only uh, be three go okay with that and i don't care if the big 12 gets any in that that would be my mentality from well, the sec in the in the big 10 the deck is stacked for them yes, and they it control is. college football but the sec and big 10 also asked for four and uh, they, that was the response was that's agreed. Just get out of here. So there was also this report after that at ESPN that presidents and chancellors in both the SEC and Big Ten are having conversations about whether to continue their NC two A membership, citing a source that some some schools feel pretty strongly about pulling away. Boy, this is this is a, this is a hound's breakfast now. This is a mess. What what could be? And it was you can blame the Pac-12 with their buffoonery. You can blame Oregon and Washington. You could blame Oklahoma, Texas. You can blame the TV networks. But how this has completely changed and flipped, and who knows what this sport's going to look like? And and yep. and I wouldn't. I I can't rule that out. If the big you, know, you have lawsuits up the yin yang, but if the big Big Ten and SEC say, well, okay, we're going to take our ball and do our own thing and see what you do about it. They could easily do that. Yeah. Oh, easily might be the wrong word, but that could happen in our lifetime, and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't be surprised for one second. Here's the one part of what a 14, a minimum 14-team playoff uh, that I would really like, and that is the conference championship games that are then up in, up in the air. That's they don't right. Know. And they're going to have to do a deeper dive on this, and they admitted that. The fact that the powers that be are now saying, eh, we're not so sure. Good. Eliminate them. You don't need them anyway. Have never needed them. They're unnecessary. It's That's another total money grab. And if they go to, if they go beyond, I mean, so it's going to be set, right? They're going to go 12 or 14 either way. Then just ax those right now because it's an unnecessary weekend. It's a, a game that doesn't matter for anything. Both those teams are going to get in anyway. Uh, and the sport is going to be, be, trust me on this, the sport's going to be better off without conference title games, Yep. and that would be the best part of this whole deal, in my opinion. Yes, and Dellinger writes, for the last 15 years, on the second Saturday in December, you had Army-Navy. And now, because of this, Army-Navy isn't going to be a standalone game because they want to move the bowls up a week because you're going to have the third weekend in December now where you start the playoffs. Okay. So now you now that is that the be all end all I don't know. Sources from both schools said we're not moving the game. But that that's go and the other thing is and what if uh, the stars align somehow some way and you get the kooky situation where army and navy are actually in the mix because as it stands now the game is 6 days after the college football playoff selection mm-hmm. is done too. The other thing is so you mentioned uh, three SEC, three Big Ten, two ACC, two Big Twelve, one group of five, three at large. If Notre Dame's in the top fourteen, they're in. So that's another one. No, no if, ands, or buts. If Notre Dame's in the final fourteen, then they get a spot. Yeah. So then that'll basically become two at large bids then. And I would imagine that Notre Dame's going to be in the mix more times than not, right? Because how many times over the years have the Fighting Irish mm-hmm. been a team that would not qualify for being considered a top fourteen team in the country? Most of our lifetime like, doesn't seem that hard case. to do, right? Yeah, right. No, I don't know. But um, I, I would. Do you uh, like yeah. the double buy? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't mind it. No, I also would. I'm with you, and I would get rid of the conference title games. You have to. There's no point in having them if you're going to have all these automatic bids. Be, and you just go three, three here, three, 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 two, two. So I mean, what's the point? Okay, 
do you like this idea, 14 teams double buy, more than get rid of all buys and make it a 16-team bracket? Uh, I think, no, I think that's big to get the one or the two seed. Because there was a scenario years ago where before the landscape completely changed and now we're getting these Power 2 conferences, when you had basically, you can make a case it was going to be the Power 5 and then the non-Power 5 conferences, you could get, like, you could take each conference winner and it would not equal 16 bids and then you could take some at-large bids beyond that. I did not hate that idea. I always, but now that's long gone. Now that there's no more Pac-12, now that the Big 12 kind of stinks without Texas and Oklahoma, in theory anyway. Um, I liked that many, many years ago, but that was never a consideration. And then I just, I'm, I will always be flummoxed why the people in charge of this sport told us for generations that we can't possibly go to a playoff. Uh, The money is too important for the bowl games. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what are you talking about? You don't understand how big a playoff is going to be and how much money is going to be involved if you actually go to an eight-team or a 16-team playoff. And then they finally, I mean, they're just the biggest hypocrites in the face of the, you know, on the, and they're like, okay, we're going to go to a playoff. Four teams, eh, not so much. Let's go bigger. And now they just, they're just spitballing the way it seems to me. And they want this NFL format with a double buy. And I guess another good thing would be, the fact that they're going to have the idea of uh, the teams playing the home games right away in the playoff. Mm-hmm. Those are not going to be neutral site games. No, I love campus sites. That's how it should be. It has to be like that yeah, right that, away. That's a, that's a big deal, right. I, as I understand it, it'd be the NFL model, though. I, I, with the double, one, the I one, don't know. Uh, make no. it 16. Uh, and no buy? No, nah, yes. Wow. Equal playing, playing field for all teams. Okay. Because here's the deal. If you're the one seed, you're going to get a 16 anyway. It's... Are, is the 16th best team in the country really going to be a threat to the one seed overall? Probably not. That's going to be a massive point spread, and they're probably going to pound them into oblivion. So I would look at it as a buy anyway. Yeah. Wow, this escalated quickly. They're looking at a lot. Yes, it did. They're, they're looking at a lot of different things, but to just say, okay, finally, we, we go from 4 to 12, but we're only going to do 12 for two years, and, we're, and then we're going to go <laughs> bump this sucker up to 14, and who knows, maybe more. And then we got auto bids and everything coming in here. And automatic qualifiers. And I still, I mean, the shifting of teams is clearly not going to be done with. Like, what's well, good? Florida State and Clemson, I, I give well, them two right. years before they're out of the ACC. But the other thing is, how, some, how are these tiebreakers going to work? Like, if you have three automatic quad of qualifiers from the SEC, what if, they're all, what if there's a four-way tie for second place? How are you going to break that? Hmm? Point differential? Because you're not playing the same teams. How does that happen? That's I'm, funky. I'm sure, Paul, come on. Let's not get stupid here. That's not going to happen, right? As you said to begin the show, a, a team went undefeated this year, never made it to the 14 right. playoff. Yeah, but the talk about how, oh yeah, fans talking about how important the regular season is. Every game matters. Oh, sure it does. Well, yeah. I, I did read a lot of the comments and uh, take this for what it's worth. It's the internet, but I didn't see one positive glow, like glowing remark. I didn't either. Yeah, that's just jumping up to 14 here, and that's in well, a couple I, I, years. Yeah, and then the fact that you still have. Maybe it's a, 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 a negotiating tactic, but the fact that the Big Ten and SEC asked for four and they were laughed out of the room and now they're ticked off. Not good. Yep. We'll uh, get into the NFL up next. If you follow the money, it appears as if this team will indeed have a new quarterback next year. We'll t- tell you who that is coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. 
I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the VEASAN experts to work for you, start betting smarter with the VEASAN Pro subscription. Sign up, get the annual subscription today, your first year, only $199. Use promo code FTM, Pro Access, everything we do through the entire year. Every bet, every pick, every host, every guest, betting splits, show you where the money and bets are moving every game. Great dog videos and the upcoming March Madness betting guide. Promo code FTM, first year, $199, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. In the NFL... In terms of odds, at DraftKings Sportsbook, they tweeted out yesterday that the Falcons are now minus 250 to get Justin Fields and to be his next team for 2024. Minus 250, they moved to him. Not Pittsburgh, not the Raiders, Atlanta. Yep. When some of these other quarterbacks are out there to go to the Falcons. Are, is it, would that be the right move in your opinion? I want Cousins. That Cousins now, would be the move. Well, now that is right. Where does Cousins wind up then? If that happens... And they want to do right by him and trade him before free agency. He goes to Atlanta. Does Cousins go to the Raiders? Who knows? Uh, you know, you hear the, the the stuff about Penix to the Raiders. Yep. Uh, Kuyper had McCarthy to Denver. Other people have, and Peter King have McCarthy to Denver. Well, I've seen. I'm seeing Wilson to Minnesota. Now this is getting wild now. So, do you think if Justin Fields, if this is correct? And they're moving him for a reason to minus 250 to go to Atlanta. Let's assume for a second that the Buccaneers bring back Baker Mayfield. That's the proper play. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was really good last year. He led them to a playoff win. Um, and my God, they were in that against the Lions in the second round. Uh, would you say that the Falcons are now the favorites to win that division with Justin Fields? Or do you not want to go that far? Because to me, if the Falcons got Kirk Cousins, I would say, yes, I'd make them the favorites to win that division and put them ahead Tampa and New Orleans. With Justin Fields, I'm like, maybe, but I'm not, I'm not positive about that. No, I'm with you. Yeah, right. That, that's a tough call. So I'm not, that's not a slam dunk because I don't like how this is being framed and the questions being asked. Ooh, tough decision for the Bears. They're 10-28 and 28 with Fields. It's a tough decision if Washington offers them an arm and a leg. That's the only that's difficult the decision. decision. Correct. Because yes. would you dare pass on Williams and trade the number one pick back-to-back years? need a quarterback. You haven't uh, had a quarterback since McMahon. But, I mean, this is – but you're 10 and – how is it a tough decision? Oh, what do we do with Fields? You're 10 and 28 with the guy. And if you fall behind, you're cooked. He's not leading you back. He's not a passer. So – And, oh, by the way, I'll give you another easy decision. The speculation is they might get a second or third round pick. <laughs> what? What do you hesitate about? True. Yeah, right. I, I know. I'm gobble yeah. that up. A second round pick, <laughs> I'd say, take uh-huh. him, please. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I want to see more of Justin Fields, but a second-round pick, and I can get Caleb Williams or a monstrous haul for that first overall pick, it's a no-brainer to me. Yeah, well, Fields isn't a star, though. He's a big upgrade from Ritter and even and Heineke, too. So That I completely though, agree with. Yeah, even though Heineke has is, is, uh, made a playoffs, though. But this, it's also what he could mean and what you could do with that offense and the creativity. Ritter's not taking off and scaring anybody. No. I mean, Fields, you see what he can do, the damage with his legs as well. And, uh, and how that uh, offense could be dynamic. So then it, it comes back to Carr and what does New Orleans look like and Dennis Allen and that mess too. 
that 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 guy's gone over his win total under me under his win total every single year as yeah, a head coach. That's right. So ESPN did a story and uh, they tried to predict all 32 starting quarterbacks for next year. They actually have Atlanta getting mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins again. Uh, yes, we're we're high on Kirk Cousins here on the show. I mean, are we talking about a guy that will lead you to a Super Bowl victory? Let's not get nuts here. Uh, but a, a guy that can put together a very nice season stats-wise and lead, lead you to enough wins to you know maybe win a division or win a playoff game. Okay, now, now we're talking. I can get in that territory. Cousins to Atlanta would be big. I think Cousins to the Raiders would be a big deal. When you were out yesterday, JVT and I disagreed with this. I would have the Raiders close to a playoff team. He, he's like, there's no way. He's like, the Raiders are coming back to the pack. They're just, they're, they totally overachieved last year, and they're not that good. So he disagreed with me. I think the Raiders with Kirk Cousins could be pretty good. I'm with you. They had lousy quarterback play last year. Yeah, yep. Uh, they do have Chicago making that easy decision if that you know, yep. huge haul is not there from Washington taking Caleb Williams. They also have Denver getting J.J. McCarthy. I'm t- the love for McCarthy, again, is going to be one of the biggest talking points, in my opinion, for the next two months. And his draft position, when that's going to open up, where that's going to be at, I'm telling you, Paul, it's probably going to be right in that area where it goes... 11th Minnesota, 12th Denver, 13th Las Vegas. And it's going to be, I would make the prop either 11.5 or 12.5 with him. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you a scenario that's one dill of a pickle. What if a major quarterback still sits there at number six for the Giants? I, I, I'm, that's not a slam dunk that they would, uh, we're good with Jones and we're, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked and fall off my chair if the Giants go quarterback either. I would not. I would not be shocked at, at all. Uh, although ESPN is predicting that Daniel Jones will be the starting quarterback next year for the Giants. There is a report today from The Athletic, in fact, that uh, I saw it this morning. There is a strong, they're reporting there's a strong sense around the NFL the Patriots are heavily leaning in the direction of drafting a quarterback with a number three overall pick. So then, there you go. The, the commanders are going to do the same exact thing, right? Unless there's trades, if it remains Bears 1, Commanders 2, Patriots 3, if this report is accurate, then... All three of those guys, Williams, May, Daniels, are going to be off the board. So then, what do the Giants mm-hmm. do at that point? Right. Then do they just say, "Screw it, we got to run it back with, with Jones, one of the guy, one of the top quarterbacks not there." Will they shock the world and go McCarthy? Oh. No, they can't do that. No. Um, ESPN predicts that Michael Penix mm-hmm. will end up in Las Vegas. Love it. And they said not necessarily, obviously, with the first round pick. Late first, early second. There you go. I'd like to see what that looks like. Sure. I think he can be a good NFL player if he stays healthy. Yeah, and I don't like this landing spot for Russell Wilson. That would be Minnesota. If, like trying to read the tea leaves here would be correct, Daniel Hunter is a free agent. It appears as if he's going to be long gone. Like if he moves on, this team has already, like the reports came out, like Justin Jefferson, not too much money. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm a big fan of Russell Wilson going there. I would have other landing spots for Russ that I would prefer over Minnesota. One would be the Raiders. Actually, the Steelers I would have high in my list mm-hmm. for Russ Wilson as well. Well, the other report is that the, the, the gap from Cousins to their next future quarterback is going to be they want to maybe take a look at Sam Darnold. I saw that report too. Yeah. Which, how did we get to this? He has stunk his entire career right. because he sits the bench and plays a couple games in San Francisco. People are now intrigued. Oh, maybe. You never know. Maybe we gave up on the. No, he had like one good game in Carolina and was a disaster for the Jets. And I'm seeing ghosts is going to fall him around his whole career. No, that's not. That now, cannot happen. No, I would go Darnold if I want to tank. <laughs> exactly and that, that's right. what I would do that. There you go. Yep. I mean, if, if, I, if I'm going to get rid of Cousins and move on from Jefferson and go full rebuild mode. I don't know how great, you know, it's, it depends what you talk to about what they think of next year's quarterback class, but I would that's what I would do. No, Wilson, I would go Darnold and say, I'll take my medicine, win three, four games, and talk to you later. Yeah, ESPN also has Mayfield back to Tampa, Will Levis starting in Tennessee, which makes some sense, and then Drake May going second overall to Washington. Basically, when you run all this down, I, I'm going to say it, 2024 is going to be unlike last year because I did have interest, and I did make a nice bet before the Jets got Aaron Rodgers, but you could tell what they wanted to do. They told the media that we want to make a big splash at that position, and then they brought in Hackett, who was axed in Denver, and you know how Aaron Rodgers feels about Nathaniel Hackett. He loves the guy, and so it's like, okay, they're going to probably get him. So yeah, I had interest in the Jets at 45-1, to thinking that they could be a, a serious threat. 
I don't think there's a team on here, though. I mean, maybe a playoff team, but in terms of betting a Super Bowl future, I don't see one landing spot or any of these teams that are going to be like, yeah, that would do it for me. I need to make a bet. You? Now, now, what's going on with Jake Browning, though? I mean, that's a guy I would love to have See, that's, based on how well he played last we, we year. Where kick, is Jake Browning in these all these discussions? We kicked that around yesterday. I don't hate that idea if you're the Patriots. That way you don't no. take a quarterback number three overall. Maybe yes. you go Harrison there, or maybe you trade the pick and get more in the draft. Come on. Who'd you rather have, Browning or May? I take that's the other thing about uh, I don't the, know about that. I think that's an overreaction. I think May, who knows? May, May's a complete wild card. Yeah. Well, I saw, I saw enough to like uh, Browning. And think that he could come in and... I don't know I'll give it. you one. But Would the, you rather have Browning or Ritter? Oh, please. Not even close. That's the whole thing about the Fields discussion, though. you got to pay him. That's Yeah. What, are you going to give that guy $40 million? So the Can't hit water if he fell out of a boat? That Right. That's by early May, is that if you make that decision, if you're like, yeah, we're going to give up a second or third round pick for him, well, then uh-huh. that, that decision to give him his fifth-year option has to be made by early May, I believe, is the date. And that's $25 million minimum. That's like that's the deal, I believe. $25 million, and that's like, okay, well, you're not going to give up a third or second round pick and say, well, we're not so sure if we want to give him that fifth-year option. Well, why would you give up that pick then for the guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's absolute lunacy. They could get a, What are you waiting for, that they could get a second-round pick for Fields? And to answer your question, while this is fun and intriguing, there still isn't a move here that, well, I'm going to go out and bet that team if they get this said quarterback. No, I'm no. With, no I can't do that. Neither can I. None of these guys really move the needle. Although out of all the guys we just mentioned, I, I other than Cousins, I'd be uh, Browning would be up my list. He should be talked about more, I would think. Let's follow the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, blind resume, college basketball, and we have yes/no bubble team odds. Uh, there was a team posted yesterday with a 67% chance to make the tournament, according to one site, and they were plus 145 at DraftKings. We'll tell you the team coming up next. Baseball's back, and what better way to hit off the Grapefruit and Cactus Leagues than with VEASAN's free MLB betting primer. They'll tell you how to bet on spring training, season-long future bets, and World Series analysis. Basic baseball betting advice for those new to the sport and betting. Bet the MLB smarter this year. Download the free MLB betting primer now for free. VEASAN.com slash guide. VEASAN.com slash guide. You always do this from a future standpoint. Let's do it. When we started this years ago, blind resume, college hoops. Who's in? Who's out? Can always be educational and a bit surprising. This team is 16 and 12. They have a net of 63. Quad one wins. Three. Lost to Florida Atlantic. Lost to Michigan State. Not that good, right? No, that, that team cannot be in. Okay. I would agree with you. And right now, Joe Lenardi has them next four out. Wow, okay. Next four out. The team is Butler. And it got worse last night. Routed by St. John's. Butler now 16-13 and 13 with the loss. St. John's, another good win. Well, in a game they had to have, but still only one win over a ranked team. So, yes, tinfoil hat guy says they want Patino and Few and Gonzaga in the... Uh, first four, but not a lot of meat on the bone when you're looking at St. John's and, and certainly Gonzaga's got a tough tough game tonight and a uh, tough uh, stretch of at San Francisco at St. Mary's in the conference tournament. Yeah, As you run down these teams, Paulie, with their resume, I will chime in with uh, I'll use Bart Torvik. He has a great website. Uh, it's awesome. You can navigate the whole thing. Tons of numbers up here. He projects ahead for, first of all, like one seeds and also like seeding overall but also projecting ahead for the percentage that he makes on it with his numbers on a team to make the tournament. St. John's, before last night, he had 67%. This morning, he has 86% to get in. He has Butler 4.8% to make the tournament right now. Yeah. And Lenardi had him, what, you said next four? Yeah. That team should not be in. That's that's not a great resume at all. No. They're going to need a lot of help. We're getting uh, tweets right now at VSIN Live and Mitch Moss Radio at Paulie Howard for a team that's minus 135 to get in. I'll tell you about. They're saying it's okay. free, free money. Uh, whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Excellent. Now, this one's intriguing. Record 26 and 3. 
Net ranking, 50. Quad one wins. Just one. Might be a giveaway, though. Beat Michigan State, 13-3 and conference record. I say they're in. That's close. I would lean in, unfortunately, for them. Sparty, ugh, boy, they're like a bubble team as well. Michigan State's not very good this year. Yep. Unveil. James Madison. First game of the year, beat Michigan State. Now up to 27 wins on the season. The conference record is funky. They only have one game left. They play Coastal Carolina tomorrow. They were swept by Appalachian State. So outside of App State, 27-1 on the season. They also lost at Southern Miss. Um, Lenardi doesn't have them in or even listed on the bubble. He has App State because they're in first place. He goes App State in. Another good team. App State beat Auburn in the non-conference, by the way. It's a good league. Yeah. But he has got them like a 13 or a 14. So wow. I, I don't agree with this one at all. I think this is a tournament team. And you're telling me if they lose, if let's say they win tomorrow and they lose in the title game, they're going to be, uh, let's see, 20. They're going to be 30 and four and you're not going to put them in? Come on. That team absolutely has to be ahead of Butler. Yeah. And Bart Torvik says they have a 38.2% chance to get in. Okay. That's not that bad. Yeah, I think it should be higher. But then again, here's the thing that hurts James Madison and, and these other teams which we're talking about. The bubble inevitably is going to shrink. Someone or multiple teams, as it always happens, going to come out of nowhere and be a bid thief. Uh-huh. And some like seven seed is going to win a conference tournament or they weren't even on the bubble under consideration. And they'll get hot and win three or four games and get the automatic bid. And then, whoops, that thing shrinks and suddenly... We have what less spot, well, less at one less at large bid, or yeah, maybe there, two. there will be an eleven or a twelve win team win their conference tournament, and yeah. it's going to stink for these teams that we're talking about right now. All right, one more, couple more. Eighteen and nine, net ranking fifty four, quad one wins, five. Okay, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good resume, and according to most, that is a tournament team. That is Providence. In the field, according to Joe Lenardi, safely in the field. And others. And that's a lot of quad one wins. But then again, when you look at the net, though, that's the thing about this. Who's playing McNeese State? Who's playing James Madison? Right. And if, uh, if, well, other than Michigan State, yeah. Right, but I'd have to come to their place, right? Yeah. No one wants to play those teams. Remember this when Dick Vitale was on our show? And what, um, who was the, Mich- the legend at Michigan State? Judd Heathcote told him. Vital beat him right away. He goes, that's the last time I schedule that, you. That's right. So, I mean, that, that the little guy can't get these games. Providence. Is, is, this, is this the one? What's that? Is this the, the, the bet? The no, 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 no. Okay. no not, not quite yet. Providence, okay. by the way, according to Bart Torvik, has a 35.6% chance of getting in today. Projecting ahead using his model. You want me to give you the team right now? Sure. Because you don't yes. have them in blind resume. Okay. Uh, we're getting feedback. This is from Trip. He says, are you likely to get a better money? This, this is the question you have to ask yourself. Are you likely to get a better money line price on Grand Canyon in the WAC title game? I doubt it. Minus 135 seems like a fair price on the Lopes. They're minus 135 to get in today. Yes. It's basically, are they going at this point, are they going to win the WAC or not? And he's saying, you know, the tournament number or the actual title game. Another one, Coach Harry Ellis checking in saying, Grand Canyon to make at minus 135. He's the person who said that's free money. Tarlington uh, is not even eligible for the NCAA tournament, but will play the WAC. They're going to oh, be the top two that. seeds with, uh, with buys to the semis. So if Grand Canyon or Tarlington wins the WAC tournament, GCU gets the automatic bid. Dynamite information. Coming over with the uh, yeah. bumping up to D1 would be okay. Yep. That is dynamite so information. So that's why minus 135 is Good something to favorite. take a gander at. All right. I love this one a lot. This one's very intriguing. From a conference that uh, doesn't get a lot of love and certainly doesn't get... Well, by the way, uh, James. Uh, one thing with uh, James Madison, too, the last time the Sun Belt got an at-large, 2014. 25-3, another great record. Net ranking, 55. Quad one wins, zero. Quad four wins, 15. One conference loss. 
This is the team I brought up off air. Yeah, this is going to be a very polarizing team. It is. Now I see them on ESPN.gov. You guys can show it. This is McNeese State and Will Wade. What a season they're having. I, I think that, Paul, that's look at that right there. That says it all. Quad one wins zero. Mm-hmm. Quad four wins 15. And that's going to be the battle royale. That yeah, I think that if, if people want the little guy in, they're just going to be saying, you got to get him in like us, right? I'd like to see this team in. And other people who don't are just going to say, show me the resume. Where's the, yep. Where are the good wins at? You it do does not, not exist. Well, you don't see a net in rankings like this from a Southland team either. But the thing that would hurt them is if they stub their toe, they're, they're blocked by, I mean, James Madison's got that big win. Uh, that certainly helps them out too. And one more, this one surprised me. 22-5. and five, This one is preposterous to me. A net of 49. Four quad one wins. South Carolina. It's not even close, though. Lenardi's oh, got him a sixth seed. Torvik says 97.9% in. Yeah. I'm surprised by that because they did nothing in the non-conference. Yeah. but I- I'm shocked that it's like a slam dunk, but then again, they've been great. Oh, the SEC is an awesome oh, conference. Yes, it is. Another win last night on the road against yep. Texas A&M. Yep. Um, I will, A&M's got to be out now. They have that. to That's be out. terrible. Yeah. If South Carolina doesn't make the tournament, yeah. I, I, I don't have a single you know tie to this team. I will throw things at my house if they don't no, get in. No, I'm with the you then. I was just, I'm surprised with, with when you look at their resume, though. You're thinking uh, the talk about a five, six, or seven seed, though. Yeah. Because the non conference, was, there was one, I think, one good win only in the non conference. Okay, so let me give you this. DraftKings had a bunch, they still have a bunch of teams up right now. They don't have St. John's listed after the win last night. Maybe they'll repost this morning. But before the game last night, they had the Johnnies at plus 145 to get in. Now, the committee is going to say you're playing home games in the Big East tournament. Yeah. That's what they're going to tell them. Uh-huh. So the, the, the only other quad one win, uh, yeah, the only big win they can get then would be Marquette, UConn, or Creighton again. That's right. That's so right. That, that, I, I, that's going to be a tough one. I'll ask you this. New Mexico at minus 280 to get in. Oh, that's outrageous. That's, that's steep, Yeah. Yeah, with that's, what's left. You, yeah. you can't beat Air Force at home. you yeah. got problems. I would have totally agree with that. Yeah. That's a horrendous loss, They man. were so good. They beat Nevada at home by, what, 40, 50? And, and now you lose as an 18-point favorite to Air Force? Yeah. No, wait. I, I, I want to know. Wake's minus 270. they got to be in, right? Yes. Okay. That's what I would yeah. figure. All right, let's follow the money here on v the Sports Betting Network. Paulie's going to read out, uh, recap the betting action from last night. Coming up here on VSIN, and oh man, what a tremendous loss. We'll tell you what, what that is coming up here on Follow the Money. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that. See that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so, I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Last night, wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. T-Wolves Grizzlies under 215, down to 209. Fell 211. Exploded late, but a winner. Samford Wofford over 151, up to 156. 91-69 Wofford. Wheels have come off for Sanford. Wichita State 3-1 on a money line. One at UAB. South Carolina, 2-1. to one. They do it again. I believe picked last place in the SEC in the media poll. Wisconsin Green Bay, 3-1. to one. And the Minnesota Golden Gophers do it again. Lost, but got the money and covered against Illinois. 24-4 ATS. I'll give you another one. On the year. I believe we talked about this yesterday when you were out. I believe that's now 16-2 last 18 games for Illinois to the over. Is that right? Oh, I just it was over with with wow. 14 minutes to go in the game, I think. Very good. Subscribe, be part of the team. VSN.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. They go through like, like life like they have a six-pack in them. Ought to be a panda. This is great. Here, just playing in the snow, not a care in the world. Yeah, coming in hot too. There you go, right in your front. Right in <laughs> he's going head over heel, ass over tea kettle coming in. And they uh all about fun. And you can't wait to get back to the no, top right. and do it all over again. Yeah, right. Coming down the hill, doing the somersaults in the snow, playing in the snow, coming in. Here he comes. You know, Incoming. If we do this as adults, we get locked up. Absolutely. They throw away the key. Right. The, the panda bears, whatever you want to no, do. You love it. Yeah, people can't get it. Now, this is awesome. Look at this reaction time, or lack thereof. The two friends go right past them, right? Dense. <laughs> like 10 oh, seconds he is, later. He's he like, is stoned out of his mind. Yeah. I mean, the, the the two pandas run past him. Oh, what is that? He doesn't turn around for like 10 seconds. Well, wait, what was that? What you got there, Where'd guys? Where'd they go? Oh, hold on. Yeah, right. They got... spooked me. You can't. Oh. What was the name of that truck that just went past me? Huh? Did you get that? Oh, they were flying, Mitch. I can't believe it. They are, they are well past him. And then he finally turns around and looks. Like, what was that? Oh, wow. Hey, guys, What? Careful. Lose some. Cavs, Bulls under. 221 down to 216 and a half. More on that coming up. Western Kentucky plus one and a half went off the favorite lane two and lost by six. Two lose some videos. We got to put these up, Justin. At Paulie Does Vegas on Instagram. Hey, the Gators out. We're going to Naples, Florida. We got, look at like, Oh, no. The alligator. Just look like he's going for a walk, innocuous. And then no, nothing to see here. And then the guy's driving by on a golf cart. And then the gator takes off and tries to make a move and take a bite of his leg. And I, I didn't know he can scoot this guy for a little fella. I mean, look at this guy. He just He's walking on the grass. All of a sudden, incoming, here comes the cart. And he starts taking off. And he almost got a live one here. So here's a question that I have. And, oh, quickly, the cart almost crashes. Oh, it almost blind. goes into the drink? Yeah, he almost went into the water. So if That's you, a free-for-all. If you live in Florida and you go golfing quite often, right, uh, gators are quite common. Do you get used to it? Or would this scare the daylights out of you every single time? Because my... What, uh, how can you? What's your reaction going to be like? I never thought that would happen. I'm taking the cart I into thought, the water. Yeah. I thought the guy would just come over and peekaboo, right? Oh, hey. He'd just make treats? his way over. Sure. With, right. With those Velociraptor arms. I mean, you know, come on. Uh, that's me at dinner when the check comes. But that's like... I never would expect that he's going to take off and almost track sure. me down. Yeah. You know, that, guy, that guy's got, yeah, he's got to be going 30, 20 miles an hour. And at the last second, he veers off the road, and he almost he's almost swimming. Yep. Paul Charchian sent this in. Our old friend. You ever wonder how bad car accidents happen? Oh, this is tough for me to watch. This is, look in the middle lane. The, Folks, white, the white car in the middle lane, it stops. We're on a freeway here. Got to be 65 miles an hour. Look at all those lanes, right? This guy comes, what's he's going over? He's taking a, he's getting off the ramp. He's going four lanes over. He comes to a total stop. Oh, what could have been? 
this could have been a disaster. Charchian tweets life sentence. Oh, 100%. you 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 were you were livid as well. Oh, I've seen. Look uh, how slow he's going. Other we used Move to work it. we used to work with Chris Chapman here in town. He he reacted to the video. Okay. He said he had to stop the video and go outside and take a break. He was so mad at this person from watching the video. This makes me cringe. Right. Now look I at this. this. He's before. going five miles yeah. an hour yes. on a freeway. This is why we deserve grenade launchers, right? <laughs> and just to say, wipe this person off the planet, you get a free pass. That person needs to be wiped off the planet, we get a free pass. Bye-bye, we move on. Yep. You. Th how is this allowed? Find out who this person is. License is revoked. You're never driving ever again. Yep. Yep. I cannot believe this move. Stops in the center lane and goes over four lanes to get off, and he's going five miles an hour after coming to a complete stop. It could have been that could have been a five, ten car oh, pileup. Oh. Who's going to think someone's going to just stop completely without hazards on? And now, okay, yeah, let me get over. Go around me, you bunch of crazies. Couple bad beats, vomit inducing. Cavs money line minus two twenty, led by ten with six minutes, led by four with twenty seconds. Lost in Chicago in double overtime. Also, the under was a bad beat. My mistake. The under was the bad beat. It was 103-103. And then you got double OT. And the Clippers were laying one and a half for two. They were up 21 in the fourth quarter against the Lakers and lost. And LeBron went crazy yeah. in the fourth quarter. LA outscored the Lakers outscored the Clippers 39 to 16 in the fourth quarter. LeBron outscored the Clippers 19-16. He hit five threes. That's the first loss in Clippers history when they had a 19-plus point lead going into the fourth quarter. They were 235-0. Oh. This week on DraftKings, new customers can deposit $5, get a no-sweat bet, up to 1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. Download the app, use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Also, the Nuggets were screwing around last night early on in the first quarter because there was no deer in Fox. And we talk about that all the time, right? When it's like, okay, the star player or one of the star players for a team is announced out before game time. So the other team thinks that they can show up with their, you know, C-minus game and cruise to a victory. While the Kings are taking it to them in the first quarter, Denver bounced back. They outscored Sack by 35 points in the second and the uh, third quarter. In that time, they had an offense. They outscored Sack at one point 33 to eight in the second quarter alone. They had a net rating of plus 140. Now, since the All-Star yeah. break, you know how yeah. championship teams, championship teams do this once in a while. It's like, okay, we finally won one. You know, they're still winning a bunch of games, but they've been bad at covering, playing a lot of unders this year. And it's like, okay, when we need to turn it on, we can. They are blistering teams now since the All-Star break. Yep. And Joker, before that game, the run he was on, he's averaging 27, 16, and 15. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, the game, the other day against Golden State, 32, 16, and 16. The ultimate lose some, damn. We lost Richard Lewis yesterday. You know, it's interesting that my mom passed on her birthday, and when it was her birthday, I, we, I Skyped with her. And then I got the call at like 3 in the morning that, hey, she passed away in her sleep. And I, I remember telling my fiancé at the time, she was just right there on the screen. I just We just Skyped with her, and now she's gone. Well, I don't know if you're caught up, but he's in these episodes, obviously, and he was just in the last episode telling Larry David on Curb Your Enthusiasm, I'm gonna, you're in my will. You're in my will. I touched it up, you're in my will, and then Larry's yelling at him, I'm not taking any money, I'm not taking I'm going to give it away. Right. And the back and forth and the great chemistry they have uh, on that show is, is so good, and I, he had Parkinson's and uh, passed away at the age of 76. He's an all-timer. Yeah. He's one of the best comedians of all time. Now, you tweeted this. When was this? What's that? Oh, the photo, sorry. Oh, no, I just, you know... Uh, I did happen, I met the guy back in 2012 when I was working in San Francisco, and I just wanted to show this to point out that, you know, you never have any idea how, I would call, call him a comedic legend, right? He qualifies mm -hmm. under that, like he is like an A-list, you know, stand-up. You never know how these guys are going to go, how they're going to treat people. Richard Lewis, Lewis was all class. He was a phenomenal human being. He came in for like 20, 30 minutes. He took photos with everybody. He was an awesome dude. And that's the only reason why I wanted to point that out. It's like, I, I don't know, it's random luck one day. We had comedians come in every week when I was working in San Francisco. They were generally pretty awesome. Huge names would come in. He was one of them, and he treated us like uh, gold. And I'll Exceeded never forget that about the guy. Wow, good. Because right? you never have any yep. idea how guys are going to, these people true. are going to treat you. And this guy yep. was just phenomenal. So, um, but Larry David, and I could not stop, and I'm not caught up yet. So I still have like two episodes to go this year. But some of I'm the- I'm disgruntled. 
You, you're going to love that episode. <laughs> you're disgruntled? I'm disgruntled. The, uh, I couldn't stop watching the clips that were on X yesterday yes. with the, the, the back and forth. The with, chemistry. With, oh, it's oh, just... and how much watch of that it is, all day. Larry once said that 85, 90... Or no, who was it? Somebody once said it's like 85, 90% is ad-libbed. You get an outline, but then here you go. You take off. And you could tell that they're, they're genuinely making each other laugh because they didn't see that line coming that they came up with. We got plenty of time to stretch out and talk about this too, but if I can... He was on Howard Stern's years ago. And, and Richard said, well, Larry always wanted to pay. He goes, I have good bread, but Larry's got buku bucks. So Larry would always tell the waiter, give me the bill. So Richard got there half an hour early one time to make sure he was going to get the bill. And then Larry says, don't insult me. Put the menu away. The waiter brings out what we want. Come on. He brought out like 30 dishes. All of a sudden, Larry David gets a call. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Steve Martin. I forgot we got a poker game. I got to go. So the one time Richard's going to pay, he's stuck with 30 dishes. And Larry's got, <laughs> he's got a cough. God knows how much it was. He's got 30 dishes, and it's probably the bill's $1,000 the one time he's going to pay. Uh, Nigel Seeley next with a side in soccer, a total and a player prop. A little bit of everything coming up here on VSIN. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.